My racing career isn't just about me. It's about the team, the fans, the sponsors, the families, the tracks, the whole sport. Join us over the next five months on the Junior Nation Appreciation Tour, where we show appreciation to where it's owed. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Hey, everybody, I'm Carson. And I'm Kelly, and you're listening to Fast Lane Family, brought to you by Bedhead by TG. For a full range of professional styling products, allowing you to express your own personal style from work to play, light hold or stronghold, visit fantasticsams.com for a salon location near you. Well, Carson, we're back for part two of our Sam Bass episode. And gosh, I have to say, after we walked out of the Exalta studio uh, recording with Sam, I am just even more impressed with his will and determination. Yeah, for sure. One thing that people can always learn from Sam and should learn from Sam is what it means to be a hard worker and never giving up. And when you're around Sam, you can't help but smile because his, his happiness is just radiant and contagious. And so, and to know that there's so many people out there that are supporting him in his time of need is just wonderful. It is. So with that said, let's head into part two with Sam Bass. You mentioned um, this print being one of the things that you still have in your possession and you've gone through some really hard times in the last couple of months. And I know you've been on a, a lot of different shows talking about that and and we've all tried to rally around you. You've got some certainly got some health uh, uh, battles to, to face here and you're doing um, you finally got your port in, didn't you, for your yes, dialysis? Yeah. And that all starts, it could start as early as this week. Oh, um, great. Yeah, my, my kidney function right now is only about 7%. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, last week was horrendous. I felt terrible all week. And uh, and so I don't have a whole lot of time left um, um, before that's got to take place. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I'm doing the best I can. Uh, you know, there's days I feel pretty good i'm never gonna feel great until i get this new <laughs> kidney and pancreas uh installed but uh i'm doing the best i can and we had good race weeks uh, it was nice to see everybody come by and support me at race time and then get to come out here and hang out with with all the dale jr fans and met a lot of people and stuff and uh and they actually let me drive the pace car prior to the uh, to I, I the Xfinity yeah, race. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, I'm we gonna tell there. you, I'm gonna tell you right now, I didn't want to come in. <laughs> <laughs> I almost Buster Auden said he had to jerk the wheel away from me to get me to turn down pit road. That was so have much fun. Have you ever fun. done any racing in your life? Did um, you do anything fun I, like I that? I have. Yeah. I have. I've done. Um, uh, my brother had a hernia operation one year during the uh, summer shootout, and I got to fill in with him uh, uh, quite a bit uh, and race the cars. I love racing, yeah, yeah. but but I I I have a very addictive nature, and and I know. Well, first I know where my talents lie, and they sure <laughs> aren't racing. And second, though, I know that if I ever got the opportunity to really drive. I would be so addictive about it that I couldn't think about anything else. Yeah. And so I've I've tried to stay as far away from that part of it <laughs> as possible. And I've probably saved a lot of people's lives that way. <laughs> what about your love of music? You oh. were able to wrap 
you know, your love of music into your, to your um, art as well. Oh yeah. Um, how did that come about? You're a rock and roller. Yeah. I've been so blessed Kelly. Um, when I think back about, about things, um, you know, I love Nashville. Nashville is the only place on earth that I can go to and can find my way around as if I had lived there previously. Um, I don't know what it is about that city, but I just love it. And uh, so I started, um, I got hooked up with the uh, Mark Colley diabetes event back in the mid-90s and was able to start doing some poster art and everything uh, for those guys uh, for their celebrity race they would have there. And they're going to bring that back, too. So oh, that's wow. going to be really cool. But um, but anyway, I, I got to start going to Nashville. Well, that put me in touch with a lot of the people from Gibson Guitars. Okay. And Gibson Guitars, uh, in, uh, I believe it was 1997, got a call from Kix Brooks and Ronnie Dunn. And I had met Kix and Ronnie through Legends Car Racing. I had designed a couple cars for them. And Kix calls me up one day and says, Hey, we've got a, a show we're going to do for NASCAR celebrating their 50th anniversary, and we'd like you to do a guitar for us. And I was like, uh, Oh, okay. I was, I'm all over that. So I designed a Dale Earnhardt guitar. And they presented it to him on stage at that 50th anniversary show. And I that led to me doing a bunch of guitar work for Gibson, including for about 14 years, all the guitar trophies for Nashville Super Speedway. Wow. And that really turned into something else. I mean, because that trophy was recognized by Sports Illustrated magazine as one of the top trophies in all of sports. Right there with wow. the Stanley Cup. Yeah, the, ours is upstairs Lamar. that Brad Kozlowski won for <laughs> yeah. us. Yep. With the Lombardi yep. trophy and everything wow. else. So it brought a lot of attention. But it also uh, got me out in front of a lot of music people and gave me the ability to design guitars for a, a who's who of country music entertainers, which NASCAR picked up on, and then they started having me do a lot of guitars for their pre-race yeah. concerts. Oh wow! And yeah. then of course Kyle Busch submitted. Well, so yeah, so I was, <laughs> was going to ask you that exactly. <laughs> that went right through my mind. Yeah, I was like, what about that one time? Because I don't, I don't know that I really ever read. But I mean, literally, what went through your mind when that happened? I remember. <laughs> I remember like, happened. Like too. I was probably only like eight or nine years old or something. But like I remember. If you don't remember, Kyle Busch smashed one of Sam's prize position. <laughs> yes. Lombardi type trophies with, yes. with with Sam Bass riding in victory lane. Oh and my gosh! Wow. I had just given it to him like five seconds earlier, and I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I mean, I just <laughs> stunned does not even begin <laughs> to tell the words. What year was that? Oh, oh gosh. gosh, it was like two thousand and. Uh, I have Ten, yeah, something like that. Thinking. Yeah, like I don't even oh remember, but uh, it was it was stunning, absolutely stunning. <laughs> and I walked over to him in Victory Lane, and I just kind of held my arms up, like, "What are you doing?" 
And 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 he looked at me and goes, I I meant no disrespect to you or to Gibson or to Nashville. He goes, I just promised my guys if I ever won that trophy, I'd give them a piece of the guitar. And I was I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. So that's what he did. Was oh he? my God! You could have done it a million different ways other than that, you know. But oh uh, my gosh! So but, he literally gave everybody a piece of the guitar. Well, he probably has so the you, rest of it. So you a Kyle Bush fan now or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, it hurt it hurt my feelings very bad. But uh, uh, he, he he is a brilliant driver. I, I don't think that that was the best move he ever could have made. <laughs> um, I, you know, if he'd have told me he wanted a prop guitar in case smash. <laughs> he ever wanted, I could have done him one. It's kind of like having a smash cake at your first birthday party. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I just, I just was mortified. I could not believe it. I mean, because oh my gosh. between me and the work that Gibson put into that guitar, that was about 150 hours worth of work. Smashed so, in like three seconds. And yeah, yeah. But but it really, the funny thing about it, though, and this is a really good shout out to Gibson Guitars, is that the guitar did not smash. It didn't into, break into all the pieces no, that he was looking for? No, As a matter of fact, he hit it like three to four times and it did not smash. The neck didn't even break on it. Oh, my gosh. Which was incredible. So, uh, so it was a real testament to Gibson Guitars <laughs> and the quality that they put into them oh and goodness. everything else. But, you know, like I said, I mean, I, I have all the respect for him as a driver. But I think he could have if he, and I think if he had it to do <laughs> yeah, over, yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't have done it. He wouldn't. Um, but um, but at the same time, and as I've told everybody, I even said in an interview that night, I totally got what he was doing because I'm a huge music fan, and he was doing his best Pete Townsend, uh, you know, or best Paul Stanley uh, impersonation, smashing the guitar, which is. A history of rock and roll. So I totally got what he was doing. That's crazy. <laughs> that is so, so crazy. So who's your um, favorite uh, band? Do you wow. have a favorite? Yes. You have a few favorites. I wore it on oh, purpose wore... today. My Eagles. Oh, Eagles. T-shirt. The Eagles. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so excited. If anybody out there can hook me up on this, I'm so excited <laughs> to hear that Vince Gill is going to step in uh, for the late Glenn Fry and do the tour dates with oh, the wow. Eagles. How about that? And there could not be, in my opinion, a better person on this planet to do that. I told my wife months ago that if they picked anybody to fill those shoes, it should be Vince Gill. And, and, uh, happened, and huh? I am so happy about that. They're doing a show uh, next month uh, in n New York um, and in California and uh, in Los Angeles. And uh, and I'm hoping, beyond hope, that I can somehow find a way to be at one of those two shows. Or if they go on tour, I'm going to be there <laughs> you made a numerous few of them. times. <laughs> yeah, because, because I love that band. That, that band recorded the soundtrack to my life, and I've always... Uh, uh, if you know anybody that knows me, they'll tell you that uh, 
the Eagles and Kiss have been so influential on me in my <laughs> career and in my taste of music. Do your kids share your love of music? Yes, yeah, they do. They and do. It thrills do. me to death. Yeah, <laughs> they're always uh, with their their headphones and and listening to music. Kendall is in, involved in dancing and and everything else and in the arts and uh and both of them just love sitting down watching concert videos with their dad and it just thrills me to no end i think that's something that really i mean that music does to me transcend families because my dad was really big into music and mm -hmm. he liked everything under yep. the sun right one day we could be listening to um you know hair bands we could be listening to country we could be listening to um there was this old country singer that he used to play all the time um patty somebody or some i don't know she was a really like i'm talking like a 50s country music singer lady uh -huh. and um i mean you you name it i mean he would listen to celine dion he would listen to anything yeah. under the sun yeah um and i i mean dale and i love music yeah. and and carson and my kids love music yeah. i mean it's something that really um really does well i rode around with your dad a lot on the farm and uh uh he would always take me out and show me where all the deer were oh hiding. yeah and uh and i was always amazed at the variety of music that played every time yep. I got in this truck. I know, it's every true. Every time I got in this it's big true. truck, it was so funny because I just never knew what to expect. Yeah, like you know? I said, it could it be, cool. I mean, it could be anything, pop, rock, country, you name it. I mean, he really did <laughs> listen to it all. He really did. Yeah. Those rides through the farm were fun, weren't they? <laughs> they were. They were great. <laughs> if you got one of those rides through the farm, that was good because that was his... That was like the downtime for him, yeah. you know, was to take people through there and well, one show time, them around. One time, I'll never forget, um, uh, we, we we drove by the pond, and uh, he said, hold on, i got to feed the fish. And he, he got out of the car, uh, out of the truck, and uh, he said, come on, hop out. And uh, and and he, he went up to the, to the edge of the pond, and he said, watch this. And he started shaking the the little bucket mm -hmm. that he had and he tossed it out there and i had never seen so many fish in my life it was crazy <laughs> and then he runs back he runs back and grabs a fishing pole out of the back of the <laughs> out of the out of the back of the truck and he says all right man your name's bass you better know what to do with that thing and 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 he says and he let me cast it and just in just a split second, I got the biggest fish I personally have ever caught in my life on the end of that fish <laughs> pole and reeled that thing in. And it was like, well, you done good. You done good. And, and, uh, but it was just like, you talk about being put on the spot, <laughs> but it was so much fun. And you never, that's the thing I tell people about him is that you never knew what to expect. I mean, he would show up at my office sometimes quarter to seven in the morning oh yeah and knock on the door and i'm like who in the world and i'd open the door and he'd be there and he's like hey i got a project for you i'm getting ready to go over <laughs> and test my bush car we're doing this or we're doing that and uh and and he would throw this project on me he'd be like okay so how many hours is it going to take before i can come back and get this and I would be on How many a hours? Dead, <laughs> I mean, just on a uh, about 150 dead run and uh, oh my gosh, it was it and it was always one project or another, but but I love that. I love the fact 
that he felt that he could depend on me and he could count on me and he knew I'd be there to take care of him. And uh, and it was so cool. And I'll never forget one time it was, uh, uh, he had a, a brand new motor coach he was getting and he wanted a paint scheme put on it. And and I was like, well, can you give me a clue? What do you what you want here? He goes, oh, you'll come up with something. And and so I worked on that thing nonstop all day until about five o'clock, and drove out to the farm and gave it to him, and he and he loved it. <laughs> he loved it. And and whenever I was leaving, he goes, hey, I just want you to know how much I appreciate being able to pop on you out of the blue. And you taking care of me. And that was as good as it gets. That's all you needed, huh? I mean, that's all (laughs) I needed. Because I tell people all the time that just having him come up behind me in the garage area and and pinch me on the shoulder or punch me in the arm. (laughs) Or did he ever get you in the headlock? Yes, yes. (laughs) Just something like that. I always knew where I was with him. That's right. And and there was nothing there was nothing like that that could be better than that because you always knew you were good and uh and that just was so meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what so what's your what's your go forward plan as far as being able to draw and and work and take care of your health and all that good stuff? Well, I want everybody to know this that they have not seen the last of Sam Bass. <laughs> um, I can't stress that enough. I'm, I'm going through a very difficult time in my life, but uh, I am 100% convinced that I'm going to come through this as a better person and as a better person physically than I've ever been. Yep. Um, you know, I've been a diabetic my entire life, type 1 diabetic my entire life, and I've I've been so very proud and honored of the people um, that have stepped forward and and supported me and and wanted to let me know uh, how much they appreciate me and my work and how they're pulling for me. And I promise you that I'm doing everything that I can possibly do to continue doing that. And so. I talked to a guy two weeks ago that's a 48-year-old lifelong diabetic. And he got a pancreas and a kidney in a transplant about um, a year and a half ago. And he is totally cured of diabetes. Wow. So if I'm going to go through all this stuff, I'm going to swing for the fences. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I want to happen to me. And, uh, and I'm convinced that that's what the outcome is going to be. So, uh, so what I've got to do immediately is, uh, is, you know, listen to my doctors and, and, and take care of everything. We've got to move. Um, I'm going to move out to a studio that I've built out behind my house. It's a big barn. It's got a, it's got a music studio on the top level, and it's got a art studio on the bottom level. I'm really looking forward to going out there for that, and I'm gonna try to find a, a satellite location that the, uh, that the racing community can find and can get to. Yeah. 
to display all my current stuff and that I can make appearances at and everything like that. And uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that that will fall into place. And uh, I'm just going to keep working. I'm going to keep working and loving the sport as I've done for, you know, for 48 years. And, uh, and keep producing, hopefully, what people feel is the best artwork in NASCAR. And, uh, and so everything's going to continue going on and moving on. Uh, uh, you know, once I get my, once I get my transplants done. Yeah, once you get your health under, exactly. under wraps there. Well, you certainly have a great attitude about it. So <laughs> if there's anything about, uh, and I know that can't always be easy. So, um, if there's anything that will help propel you, you know, as far as you can take this, it, it will definitely be the right outlook and a, and a good spirit about that for sure. Um, how, so that your art studio out back sounds awesome. How <laughs> do you, you probably literally draw every day. Do you not? Yes, yes. I do. Yeah. 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 Um, unless there's meetings out of town or travel out of yeah. town, um, in which case, you know, I do a lot of my Christmas card art. Like on the road, you can do, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm usually in the studio every day, working and creating stuff, and um, and uh, hopefully uh, uh, that'll be the way it keeps going. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that you probably can't not help pick up something to draw with. Oh, I'm doodling <laughs> all the time, you know. And I've always got something, an idea, or something going on. Yeah, yeah. You got something really special in the hopper to be able to, to hopefully uh, do something for the Wood Brothers and Ryan Blaney's win this past weekend. Yes. Those first wins are really, really cool. For sure. I cannot wait to get to doing that because, you know, over the years, I've always tried to do a lot of original art, per particularly off of first wins that I give to the drivers, yeah, the yeah. winning drivers. And I've been so fortunate over the years to do originals for Jeff Gordon when he got his first win, Bobby Labonte when he got his first win. And it's been it's been very cool. Uh, um, I was talking to LW earlier, and I was telling him how much I judge drivers on their interaction with fans. And uh, that's something that's always been very important to me because you know i always want people to know that hey i started out as a fan first and uh, i love this sport and uh, i just happen to be an artist but when i see somebody come along like ryan that is is so good with the fans and uh you know and, and he's one of the best mm -hmm. with social media and everything absolutely um I, you know, you can tell pretty quickly that, hey, he's got a lot of talent on the racetrack, but he's also a really great person off the racetrack. And I think that's neat. I mean, that's what that's what uh, NASCAR needs. Yeah, definitely. And uh, and so these new kids, they're not leaving any stones unturned, exactly. in my opinion, in terms no. of, uh, you know, coming up through the sport and, and really, like you said, taking care of the fans. Um, uh Except for I don't know if you saw what Danica Patrick did, but I think you and I, I think you and I are like connected today because I was about to say those exact words. Except yeah. we're just for running all over each other. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they do. I mean, they, you know, that they just caught her in a moment. I think, but yeah. um, 
they, you know, I, there to me, there's no shortage of people that uh, these young kids that are coming up through the sport and, and personalities that yep. the fans can attach themselves to. And Well, and as I was sharing with LW, too, um, you know, that win yesterday for the Wood Brothers reminded me so much of Dale's win at Daytona. Mm -hmm. Just the feeling in the garage area and everything of how happy people Everybody were. Everybody wanted the Wood Brothers. To yeah, exactly. see the yep. Wood Brothers. Yep. And, and boy, what more could you ask for, yeah. you know? I mean, that, that was so cool. And, and what I love about the Wood Brothers is there's a bunch of guys that have been here since day one. Mm -hmm. Yep. Day one. Sure have. And I have just the utmost respect for them. They've they've done it since day one, but more importantly, they've done it the right way since day one. My I sure hope I don't know if Glenn and and Leonard were both there yesterday, but I sure hope they were. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Pocono, I don't know if that's somewhere that they would end up you know, go. I don't know if they go to every single race or if they don't go to every single race and and all that good stuff. But, but that was yeah. that was really crazy, and it was it was a great shot in the arm, hopefully for the sport in yeah, general, definitely because um, that's as good as it gets. Whenever you see a family so steeped in tradition that really cares about where the sport's going and really cares about the fans, you know, win a race and be able to give back and continue. Yep. And forward. they've come through their troubled times too, they you know. Sure. So. 2008, yeah. 9, 10, they yeah. certainly, they weren't sure if they were going to, you know, be here. Well, I'll tell uh, you what, they, they've been an inspirational role model to me. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know that I started off being a fan of, of Bobby Allison. And Bobby Allison has been such an inspiration to me over the years. Um, not only as a race car driver, but as a Just human as a being. Yeah. And, uh. And so, and I know how much your dad loved and cared about him. Uh, and I've, I've told Bobby several times, I said, yeah, I wish you could hear some of the stories Dale Earnhardt told me about you. <laughs> and uh, some of the things that, that he said he learned from you and everything. I said, it would make you really, really proud. Bobby's and, he's uh, awesome. And Bobby would just get the biggest smile on his face. When I would say that to him, <laughs> but uh, it was the truth. Very cool. Yeah. All right. It's time to talk hair. Kind of. <laughs> this is my favorite hairspray. Oh my goodness. I love that dry shampoo. Okay. So this week's product is a bit different and I can't say that we have any experience with it, but it's for all you men out there. I might have a little experience. We'll talk about that. TG has come out with these products for men with beards. So now if you think about that, it's brilliant. Why should a man's facial hair not get the same care as the hair on top of his head? <laughs> so one of these products that is uh, that we're going to talk about is Fuel Around. It's a beard oil. Yes, I said a beard oil that conditions and softens your beard. It also helps reduce dryness of the skin and gives your skin moisture. And when you think about it, there's a ton of products out there for us women, like face lotions, creams, hair products, whatever. So this is great for men. And the fact that that fuel around, like, softens the beard and, like, for, to me, beards just freak me out. So, like, <laughs> now that we have these nice products, maybe they won't scare me as much. I completely agree. Uh, in addition to the fuel around, they have uh, what's called the Lion Tamer. Bomb Down and Mo Rider. And I can just say that these names they come up with are so creative. <laughs> I know. Well, anyways, the Lion Tamer is a bomb to tame, 
Not just your beard, but your hair as well. Ha ha. Get it? There goes her with the mom <laughs> jokes again. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just wondering, uh, does it ta- tame that scratchy sandpaper feeling that you get when you go to kiss your man? Yeah, that's what I was talking beard. about. <laughs> I don't, I don't be, I'm not kissing men with beards, but like just people with beards. It's just like Thank you for scruffy. not kissing men with beards. No, that means they're too old. All right. It also leaves your beard and skin feeling nourished, refreshed, and soft. They also have Balm Down, which is a cooling aftershave, and Mo Rider, which if you're looking to get creative is a mustache crafter. I need to get my grandpa some of that. Get yeah. him some uh, twirlies <laughs> out on his mustache. But uh, yeah, so it's great that TG has these awesome products for men. And what's even more great is you can find these new TG Bedhead for Men beard products at your local Great Clips salon. So you can go to greatclips.com or download the Great Clips app to find a salon near you. Product availability may vary by salon. All right, Sam. Well, thank you so much for coming on today um, and just sharing time with me and Carson. It's really awesome to spend time with you and catch up. We've we've been only uh, catching up in text and stuff lately. So um, yeah. just glad to have you here in studio well, uh, I, I in gotta, the flesh. I got to tell you how much of an honor it is to me, yeah, Sam said I he mean, wanted to be finally. He wanted to be. He's can't wait to be on Dirty My Radio. Yeah. He said it's a dream. <laughs> it, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, and this whole <sighs> setup that you guys have built out here at JR Motorsports is so impressive. Um, and, you know, I enjoyed the heck out of being a part of the family days and uh, to be on the radio here with you guys uh, on on your podcasts and everything. And 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 I just I, I sent you a text about this, but when your daughter walked into my studio and and spent time with me recently a couple weeks ago, I, I mean I, I was just so impressed with what a gorgeous young female she is and how well mannered and how respectful and and just. I mean, we had like a two-hour conversation. Yeah, I was there she for told like me. Two she said, hours. Mom, I feel like I've known him forever. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you practically I, have. I had had <laughs> you on Hammer Down before, but, you know, those are just your typical, you know, questions or whatever. And then I was in Concord that day, and I sent you a Twitter message. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you know, I want to come by. And I ended up sitting there for two hours. And, like, <laughs> it was... I, I mean, I already, I already adored you before then. But then after that, it was like... <laughs> Well, it was so Great. cool, and I, I just want to extend the invitation to any time you're over there <laughs> on that that side of town, you stop by and see me, and we'll go to lunch or whatever. Yes, I, we got to go on that lunch date. But, I'm going to take you up on that. <laughs> if but, you've got a music studio, she's probably going to want to come over and sing. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> well, I uh, but I, I can't thank you enough, Kelly uh, and Carson, for for just the, the love and um, help that you've given me and support um, throughout my whole career. Carson, you haven't been here for all of it, but, but Kelly, you know, from day one and uh, it, it's, a, it's an honor and it's a blessing to be a part of the Earnhardt family in the way I am. Yep, and have uh, been for quite a long time. And I, I surely don't take that for granted. And, I hope that I've got 50 more years in me that I can <laughs> that I can continue painting and uh, honoring you and your family through well, thank you. all the things that you're involved with and being a part of it. It just means the world. I'm well, gonna start crying. No, y'all better, and, y'all better stop. No, that one day that say. I came and visited you, I got in my car and I cried for like <laughs> 30 minutes on the way home just because it was so just like 
<laughs> special and I got well, to hear all those stories and I was like, oh, I, want, I don't want to leave. <laughs> the relationship is reciprocal too, Sam. You know, I mean, that that is when, when you've got relationships like this, that's, uh, you know, that's that's why it's still special today and has been special all these years. Um, we, uh, that's, it's just real and genuine and kind and sincere. And they, they do say that we're going to live a lot longer, so we may make it. <laughs> I, I surely hope to make it 50 more years. I hope I you hope make so. it 50 more years. Yes, ma'am. According to statistics, we might make it 70 more years. That Who knows? That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. But, uh, rocking but I, our, rocking and rolling our way through this next chapter. But I hope you know how much I, how much I thank you and appreciate you. And, uh, and I brought you, um, you did bring couple, it. I, I didn't know if I could talk about my special surprises. No, I want you to talk about your special surprises. Yeah. I hope they would mean that much to you. But yep. uh, um, I, uh, I, I thought long and hard, you know, while we've been disassembling my my gallery, what in here would be the most special things I could give to Dale and Kelly? Yeah. And uh, he brought us something really cool today. <laughs> and I'll tell first, I, I know we're trying to close up, but I'll, I'll share a short story. Um, I shared it with Sam's wife, Denise, the, the when the auction was going on with the, the your different things that were having to be sold. And I knew there was a lot of Dale Earnhardt pieces on there of sheet metal. And um, they, you know, that thing took all day long. And I'm sitting there trying, I'm on my computer watching and waiting for them to come up and because I wanted one and I wanted something from that because I knew my dad's hands had touched it and I'm sitting there I knew that they had meaning behind them because I knew that dad would have given anything that you had was given to you you know in true sincerity and in you know Coming by at 6.45 a.m., I'm sure, dropping something off. You know, Sam, I want you to have this, da-da-da-da-da, and this is why. And, um, oh, my gosh, I got so caught up in that. You know, people were <laughs> I – was, I was trying to bid on a few things. I wanted you to have the side that had your name on it. I was trying to bid on that so that you could keep that. And I'm telling you what, it was, it was, things were just going crazy and I was getting furious and I'm like this last piece, if I don't get my hands on this last freaking piece of my dad's sheet metal, (laughs) I am going to, and I even yelled at my kids. I felt so bad because it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. I was sitting at the bar. Carson wasn't there, but Wyatt and Kennedy were (laughs) there. Thank goodness. And they didn't understand. I kept telling them, I'm just like, you know, mom's trying to do something that's really special for her and means a lot for her. Can y'all just, you know. Go away. No, can y'all just play? They didn't have to go away. (laughs) But, and they would not leave me alone. And I missed one item in totality because of Uh, that. And I was getting so frustrated with them. And I yelled at them and they both went to their room crying. uh, (laughs) It was was the craziest, most emotional. No, it wasn't your fault. (laughs) It was just the craziest, most emotional thing because I knew that that my dad had touched all those things and there was something with those pieces of sheet metal that just I mean it just made me come unglued in terms of trying to get that stuff so anyway I did end up getting a a, a hood and um and so all the world was all fine yeah. but it was the strangest thing going yeah. through that process and so today Sam uh, brought Dale and I um, a fire suit of my dad's that has hung in his gallery since 1998. Um, and also Dale's Budweiser fire suit that Dale had given Sam. And, um, you know, a, a lot of our fans know that uh, Dale and I, if we end up with a piece of something of our dad's, it's usually through 
eBay or through mm-hmm. some way of that nature. You know, we don't have a lot of those kind of pieces. So it's truly special for you to give that to us. And oh. I'm certainly going to hang it up with pride and, and, <laughs> and remember where it came from. And, and always just really oh. Sam and I, we already had our, our little uh, crime fiasco <laughs> up in the office. So <laughs> well, there, there, there is no place <sighs> on this earth that I could think it would be more appropriate for yeah. you guys to have those. I mean, and you know when it, when I mentioned earlier that uh, being able to book in Dale Junior's career with my work, yeah, is so special and meaningful to me. Um, he's you know when I think about meeting him when he was running around his dad's shop at eight years old, yeah, I mean just to have the the ability to have been able to watch him grow and turn into one of sports biggest superstars but to know him personally yeah yeah i mean that in and of itself has been one of the greatest gifts of my life <laughs> and uh well you've given to so many too you you i know you don't like a lot of credit and you're very humble in that way but you have given uh tons of gifts to our family and to to nascar and just in dale i mean he thinks the world of you just as much as you do him so well, right back for at sure, you. For sure. And this uh, this means the world to me uh, being a part of this. So I'm sorry I made you cry. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry it was I made good your tears. I'm hey, sorry yeah. I made your kids cry. I'm telling you. <laughs> I apologize. To they them. just cry because I yelled at them. <laughs> and then I went in there and I told them how sorry I was. But yeah, it was it was emotional. For well, this sure. has been great. But Sam, thank you so much, thank listeners. You. I hope you guys have enjoyed this edition of Fasting Family. It's certainly been fun, very meaningful, and um, we just appreciate Sam being here. Thank you. Well, again, I really want to thank Sam Bass for coming on Fast Lane Family and sharing his incredible journey so far. Uh, his strength and courage is so inspiring. Um, and I just want to wish him well, too, in, in this next phase. He's uh, He started uh, his dialysis since we uh, first recorded with Sam and uh, know that that's been a big change for he and his family. So we want to wish him well there and, and just uh, everybody to keep, um, you know, him in their prayers and uh, his family as well. Most definitely, and I seriously could sit and listen to him talk all day long. So uh, we'll be thinking about him as he goes through this uh, his dialysis and all that, and hopefully we'll see him again soon. I'm, I'm, I can bet on that. <laughs> all right, and that's another Fast Lane family in the books. We want to thank Exalta for all their support to Dirty My Radio, as well as Bedhead by TG and Great Clips. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 